0: Welcome to the Empowering the Light podcast. Woot, woot. I'm Lily Augustin, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist. And this podcast is all things love and light, empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. I cannot wait for you to dive into this next episode, and I honor the light that you are spreading in this world. Welcome back, everybody, to the Empowering the Light podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have Marissa Nash here with me. Marissa, thank you so
1: much for being here. Thank you, Lilia. I'm really excited about this. Me
0: too. I'm like I'm super excited to see what we co-create today. So Marissa is a holistic life coach and corporate wellness coach, as well as, as CEO of the Wellco, a boutique wellness coaching firm. Her mission is to teach women how to tap into the wisdom of their mind, body, and soul, learn to trust their intuition and step into their personal power. She's been a certified life coach for five years and and a 1,000-plus-hour yoga instructor. Oh, my gosh, wow, by the way, before I continue with this bio. (laughs) For nine years years and specializes in teaching holistic wellness practices, such as embodiment techniques, breath work, yoga for self-healing, meditation, and mindfulness. She is a certified executive coach and will complete her master's degree in organizational leadership in August 2020. She's also certified in the science of well being from Yale University and mindfulness based stress reduction from Thomas Jefferson, developed by meditation teacher John Cabot Din. Through the Wellco, Marissa leads one on one coaching sessions as well as her virtual wellness membership called The Well. With the corporate clients, she leads wellness retreats one-on-one leadership coaching and teaches yoga and mindfulness. Lastly, she's a dog mom to her mini golden doodle named Finn, which is so cute, by the way. I love watching your stories on Instagram. (laughs) And she also has her own podcast called The Stay Well Podcast, which is fantastic. I've also been listening to that
1: and have been loving it. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm excited to have you on it. (laughs) Yes,
0: in a few days. Well, welcome. Guys, welcome to the podcast, Missa. Um, first off, that bio was like, oh, amazing. And I would love to ask you about this like 1000 plus hour yoga like teacher like that. I was like reading that. I was like, oh my gosh, that was just awesome.
1: <laughs> so funny you bring that up because I actually took a uh, virtual yoga class just before I hopped on here this morning uh, with my mentor from Southern California. So yeah, my first yoga teacher training I did um, when I went to Penn State. So I was uh, probably 1920 at the time, I took one yoga class and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm doing this. And I called my dad, I'm like, Dad, can I borrow like three grand and, you know, do this yoga teacher training? So I did my first 200 hour teacher training when I was still in college. And then my second 200 hour teacher training I did through Core Power Yoga out in Southern California, did their extensions training, um, have actually led eight yoga teacher trainings where I taught other people how to be yoga teachers I think I've taught about 80 people how to teach yoga at this point Um, yes and then and then just uh, the amount of hours that I have actually taught I was a full-time yoga instructor um, out in Southern California when I lived there
0: that is so amazing I love that so much I love that you started on that journey like in college when you were younger like it's so powerful and it's also such a powerful tool within college like for anybody listening who's a college student right now and who's struggling with stress with school yoga and meditation and mindfulness is such a huge asset and that was actually I got my meditation certification while it was in my last semester of college and it was a oh, huge amazing. yeah it was a huge benefit to helping my stress levels and just being able to cope with the pressure that was on in that last semester of college so Absolutely. I love that yeah
1: Yeah. I love how seeing um, how common now, you know, yoga is. And when I started, it it was kind of like, yoga. Like, what is it? In, like a basement, you know, and, and now obviously it's nine years later. It's, um, just something that people really do turn to, um, to really heal their mind and body and soul and, um, get the benefits. And and now I think because yoga has become so popular, you know, other modalities like breath work and meditation can become more popularized as well, which I think has been really neat for the wellness scene.
0: Yes, definitely. So I really want to dive into how you use like all these modalities within your coaching, but before we get into that, can you tell our listeners a bit of a background of how you got and this is a huge question. I'm going to ask you like super loaded questions. How you got to be the Marissa that you are today and how you got to be here with the Wellness Co, starting and doing this amazing work and what was that journey like for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it started with yoga as I mentioned in college. I remember my best friend in college um, Came back from summer break and she just looked looking back. The best word I would describe is she just looked really well. She looked healthy and vibrant and radiant. And she was already a really radiant person, but she just looked like she was really aligned. And I just went up to her and I'm like, Becca what are you doing? And she's like, it's yoga. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so like I shared earlier, I went to a yoga class, was hooked immediately, um, got certified very quickly and started teaching right away. So my wellness path really started with yoga. At the end of each yoga class, my first teacher, Doug, he would actually lead us through a deep guided meditation called Yoga Nidra, which um, some people may have heard of or practiced before. So I really was introduced to yoga and a deep form of meditation really early on. And I, I think because... It wasn't as popular then I just didn't really even know what was happening inside of me and what the benefits were it wasn't something that was um, studied as much as it is today or talked about as much as it is now so I just knew that it felt good but I didn't really know why and um, it really became my my life's purpose I worked at Lululemon for a couple of years and that really helped me um, to understand the power of goal setting and intention setting and so I was really able to fuse yoga and coaching and create what is now well, the well, so from yoga, I was teaching full time and just noticed that people were coming to me off the mat or after class and asking me for life advice. And I was, you know, 22 and I'm like, I'm not really sure I could help with life advice. I feel like I need life advice. Um, but the more I learned about coaching, the more I realized that coaching is really about holding space for people, it's asking the right questions. Everybody already has what they need inside of them, so it's really just about me being someone that can help them to get there. And that was something that I knew that I was gifted. So I pursued coaching, did my first certification out in Southern California while I was teaching yoga. And again, immediately, I think the weekend I graduated had, you know, two or three clients and just started coaching right away and have been doing that for five years. And yeah, the Wellco is really just an embodiment of meditation, mindfulness, yoga philosophy, um, coaching tools, and really helping women to overcome limiting beliefs that they might have about themselves or the world that are holding them back and keeping them stuck. And then I really specialize in helping them to live lives that are aligned and fulfilling and joyful, because why the hell not? That's what we're here to do. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. That was so powerful. I love that. I feel like that's something that is actually like downplayed in our society and it's really annoying it's like living a life that feels aligned and joyful and blissful and happy and it's like you need to push so hard to like get to where you want to be and Mm -hmm. if you're suffering that means you're doing something right and it's like if there's this whole other veil that like once this veil is lifted there's this whole other side that's like you can actually live your life and be happy and be mm-hmm. joyful and play and be blissful and be aligned and feel passionate about what you're doing and it it all comes into like looking at the two sides of that veil and choosing which one you want to be on, which is so powerful. like we have that choice, but it's also not a choice that's usually taught to us um, yeah.
1: yeah yeah, absolutely. I think it's so interesting. A lot of my clients definitely have the belief at first that they do have to hustle and work hard and um, be stressed and it it's just like. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't play that game. You know, you you don't, you don't. And if that's the first time that you're hearing that, you know, I hope that that just awakens something in you. I think what can help if you are still taking those actions of living this, like really, um, like striving mentality is to really, um, get around people who aren't living that way. So I know for me, I've really surrounded myself with mentors and specifically women who are living aligned lives and who are not living in the hustle and the struggle and the striving mentality. Um, And it's helped me to step more into a thriving mindset. And then you take action from that mindset.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I completely agree. Um, I do that too. And I've actually turned my social media into that too. Like when I open my Instagram, it's, full of women who are like living their passion and feel inspired and like are writing about inspiring things. And it's it's really amazing, just like that little shift of being like, okay, like the social media that I turn on every day is going to inspire me instead of bring me down or bring me further into this kind of hustle mindset. And it's gonna lift me up in my own personal mm-hmm. journey. Um yeah. and I think that like that's such an easy shift to make to help like align with that. And then like you're saying, finding those mentors, finding those people that you really resonate with and that um, that feel like they're in the vibration that you want to be in, which is really cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's, like, a cool topic, too, of, like, that, like, turning that idea of just looking at, like, living a life of happiness and joy and passion and looking at that from the lens, too, of, like, where are they vibrating in their energy? Like, the people who are doing that, are happy they're like energetic they're passionate because they're like vibrating this high energy of like love and like just bliss and instead of choosing it's so powerful and i've actually been talking about this like more and more like we can choose which energy energy vibration we're vibrating in so we can vibrate in one of like feeling guilty or feeling shame or feeling insecure or we can like choose like slowly walk up the scale of energy like slowly wash walk up that emotional tone scale or that um The different levels of consciousness, whichever term you are following, and like walk all the way up to feeling like this and feeling passionate. So I think it would be really cool. Like, what is what's kind of a glimpse into your process of when you're working with clients to help them as they start in this like hustle zone and work up to being feeling aligned and feeling embodied, and what does that process really look like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I always start with assessing where you're at. So I really believe in meeting yourself where you're at, honoring yourself where you're at, having grace for yourself. Um, my personal philosophy is that you know change comes from acceptance. You can't change something that um, hasn't been brought to the light or hasn't been brought into your awareness. And then you also need to like claim it, right? So there's a little bit of personal responsibility in that. Like, okay, I have a part in this. This is true for me. This is what's going on. But this doesn't have to be. My my truth, right? So this might be true right now that I'm subscribing to this belief or that I'm taking these actions, but you can change at any point. I mean, I've texted some of my clients and just been like, hey, quick reminder, you can remake yourself at any point. Like today is a new day. You can do it. Um, I think uh, from that, so gaining acceptance, meeting yourself where you're at, um, really cultivating awareness around what's going on even when you don't like it, um, is really going to get you to the next phase. And the next phase is choosing what you want, you know, where do you want to be dreaming out loud, which is a really hard step for my clients. So, um, a lot of them get really stuck and they're like, well, do you mean what's possible for me? Or, you know, what can actually happen? And I'm like, no, close your eyes. Anything is possible for you. Now, what do you want? You know, what do you actually want? What do you desire? And then from that place, I do a lot of work around core desired feelings and helping women to identify how they want to feel first so that they chase that feeling. They're not chasing a goal, Um, which really comes from Danielle Laporte. Um, So if you're interested in this work, I highly recommend her. But she gives awesome examples like if you're chasing just having a relationship, you might end up in the relationship but still feel unfulfilled. But if you're chasing feeling fulfilled, yes, you will probably end up still in a relationship and you'll still feel fulfilled. Or maybe you are fulfilled in your work or through your friendships or through where you live or how you travel. But you go after the feeling first instead of the, the end goal because you might get to the end goal and still not feel how you want to feel. And what is, what is life then? You know, where are you at?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I feel like chasing that feeling also allows the universe to start bringing miracles into your life, too. I mean, mm-hmm. Like, here you may not have known you wanted this, but this is super amazing and feeling aligned. And chasing that feeling, I feel like also allows you to, like, accept those things. So you're not kind of closing your box to what potential is actually out there for you. Which I love that you were saying, like, when you were saying dreaming, like, dream big. Dream like, what what is possible, not what's possible for you, but, like, what do you actually want? Um, mm-hmm. And I even find myself getting stuck in that too. And I'm like, oh, like, can I actually do that? But like, the thing is, is that this is like our life, like we're painting our own canvas. And like Mm -hmm. you said, taking responsibility over that is like a really powerful step. Like knowing that you have like, I want to say control. And then my brain's also like, but also like the universe is in control. But (laughs) like you have a responsibility over that energy that you're putting out and... Yeah, I just think I think that's such a powerful step. Like all those steps that you just talked about, like yeah.
1: transformation. Uh, yeah, and I believe that we can we co-create, right? So we, we're a part of the process. Like you know, uh, spirit, God, divine guidance, you know, can can give us answers um, and speak to us and inform us. But we're the ones ultimately that have to take action, right? So and we have to also shift our beliefs. Um, you know, new beliefs can be dropped into our system, you know, our ecosystem, our energetic system, um, and we can choose to accept them or not. So, you know, a lot of the work I do is around removing limiting beliefs, again, identifying what they even are, because oftentimes limiting beliefs um, have been ingrained in us for so long that we don't even know what they are. So the first step is really just like, what are the limiting beliefs that are holding you back? And then really um, just carving them out of the system and then replacing them with new beliefs. And it's incredible work. I mean my clients change very very quickly from the limiting beliefs work and then the co-creation part is really You know the energetic body work and embodiment that I do with my clients so helping them to identify where they do feel stuck in their body, um, whether that's physically or energetically. And then um, that's where the mindfulness meditation practices come in. So, you know, often a client will leave a session. I'll be like, okay, so, you know, you're going to be doing these divine feminine meditations or, you know, you're going to be working on your root chakra or whatever it is. And and that way they can be like co-creating with the universe and healing. I really believe that we can heal ourselves. um, And we just need to ask for divine guidance on where we're meant to heal and what we're meant to work with at that time.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Like 100% yes. I feel like that's so powerful that, that term of we can heal ourselves. And I think that that's like, once you like take responsibility for that and really realize that it like opens up this door for so, so much more, so much Mm -hmm. more in your body, so much more in your purpose, so much more in your calling, so much more in your life. Um, and it's realizing that you do have all of that power within yourself to heal, to co-create, to make the life that you want to make, and like you were saying before, of, like, coaching is such a process of, like, holding space and helping people find that power that they already have, and I feel like that's such, like, a a beautifully simple and complex uh, definition for coaching, because I feel like some people could be, like, oh, well, if I already have it, then, like, I should be totally fine, but at the end of the day, it's also looking at, yes, you have it, but are you using it? Like, are you tapping into it? Like, have you found it? Or do you need someone to help guide you into finding it, which is so powerful and like holding that container for you to actually find it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's kind of amazing day in and day out when I do this work at um, how many women I come across that are like, yeah, I really love like the new moon and, um, you know, like gathering with women and they love all these things, but they don't actually do it because society has just told them that that's weird or that's too woo woo or something's wrong with them. And um, it's so amazing every time that happens because I was that person. I, I was definitely told you cannot heal yourself, um, that, you know, you can only access God's through, you know, Jesus, or you know, a certain person, or you know, something like that. Like the divine is not in you. Um, you know, you you basically need to rely on other people to tell you what's right and wrong. And such a big part of my journey was um, really stepping away from that and just claiming that, like, no, I can do this. Like, I and that's a personal responsibility piece. Like, I do have the divine inside of me. I do know what I need. I can co-create with the universe. Um, the universe supports me in what I want to do, and I have everything that I. Need need. It's just a matter of tuning in and listening.
0: Yes. And I feel like that goes so well with the idea of like listening to your intuition. Like, Mm -hmm. like we have this beautiful intuitive voice within us that's always nudging us like on our path and bringing things to us that we can then decide like, yes, do we want this? Or yes, do we not want, or no, do we not want this? And that intuitive piece I feel like it's so abstract sometimes when people are talking about it. They're like, oh yeah, like what is this intuition that everyone's talking about? But it's also, once you tap into it, it's like the most powerful tool that you can have. because It's like that inner wisdom. It's that inner healer that's, that Mm -hmm. is your power. That is your light. Um, And I feel like making that like term, that idea less abstract, just like you were saying with everything else where, where a lot of things in this realm seem very woo -woo to a lot of people Um, Mm -hmm. and like bringing that out of this, like, abstract realm of, like, clouds and into, like, yes, this can be your reality, and it's super powerful.
1: Yes. And also just like do what works for you. You know, I got to the point where I was like so sick and tired of like doing what I thought was going to work because maybe it worked for everybody else, but I'm like, this isn't working for me. And I just got to the point where I just need to drop it. Like, yeah, maybe that works for somebody else, but this is what works for me. So I'm going to go do that. (laughs) So I encourage women to do that too. Like, Hey, yeah, if that lights you up, go do it, please. Yes.
0: Yes. I actually have a good example of that. Like this works for everyone. It doesn't work for me. (laughs) um and (laughs) that was like so that was being in like a nine to five job where i would like wake up in the morning i would metro into dc and given i loved my job i was a museum educator i loved every moment of my job and the people that i worked with and the people that i mentored um i loved being able to lead group like facilitation programs about art but at the end of the day i was just not cut out for a nine-to-five job like it just did not work for me I would like fall asleep on the metro coming home every day when I got further into my cycle closer to my period I'd like come home and just like completely break down from being so exhausted and at the end of the day it was like this works for a lot of people like nine to five jobs can work for a lot of people but it just didn't work for me um and that was a really good step to step out of that like this is how we're supposed to work is this is like the frame. This is the work structure that our society has given us. That we wake up, we go to work for like eight hours, we come home, we pass out, we do it all again. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and it, it's really powerful being able to be like, oh yeah, that doesn't work for me. Like let me like go explore what actually does work for me. And I feel like that transitions into anything that's happening in your life. Like like you were saying, like moon circles may work for you, so go find it. Like yes, go, go do it. <laughs>
1: Yes to that. And yeah, it's like, it's even the little things, you know, I remember I used to have this belief that like, I only worked out if it was like a 60 minute workout. Oh, in my mind, it was like, it had to be 60 minutes and it had to be really hard. And it had to be like in a class, you know, but if I did like a 20 minute yoga flow, you know, in my living room, that wasn't a workout, you know? And so it's just little things. Like a lot of the women that I talk to, um, are really, uh, stuck in beliefs around like, Okay, well, working out as an example is like power yoga. And I'm like, well, you know, you're really struggling with anxiety or, you know, maybe a little bit of depression or, you know, wondering what your purpose is. Like, let's have you try kundalini yoga or yin yoga. And it's like, that's still feeding your soul and actually giving you what you need versus kind of just like putting on something that society tells you that that will work. And there's nothing against power yoga or, you know, doing anything of that sort. But it's like really getting in tune with what you need at any given time, any given day and trusting yourself that you know, and then having the mindset that's open to possibility. Like there are solutions. It's something that I personally really believe in and do a lot in my life as I really try not to let myself get stuck because I don't think that's the way the universe works. I think that life is abundant and that there are so many solutions and creative possibilities available to us. We just have to have the mindset that seeks that out and that stays open to that.
0: Yes. And I feel like that's, okay, there's so much I wanted to dive into with all of that. First, okay, I'm going to start with the, with the kind of the yoga and like the power yoga. I feel like that's also happens a lot with meditation too, where people are like, a meditation is I sit down for 20 minutes, and I close my eyes, and I just sit very still. But there's like, infinite ways to meditate. And this is something that like, I also talk a lot with my clients. It's like, and I actually I'm good. Okay, so I had this beautiful client that I was talking to the other day. And she was like, I was so happy because I was buttering my toast and I was just so mindful in the moment and I was just like there and I was buttering it and it just like felt so good I was like yes you meditated like that was awesome like you were in that present moment um and I was talking to another person who was like I just can't get myself to sit and meditate I don't know why but I've been loving yoga and I was like that's because yoga is a meditation like your body is telling you it's Mm -hmm. like your intuition is leading you to the exact practice that you need and it's just realizing that all these terms we put on everything like workouts meditation work life like all these terms have these like we wrap these ideas around them and think that they need to be done in this one way But so, like all these terms have so many definitions that when we open up like you said and like open up for possibilities and solutions all of a sudden we like have like an ocean in front of us instead of just like a droplet of water of what we can do and step into, which I think is so powerful and it's just it's so yeah, it's making that mindset shift of I'm from limiting beliefs to like abundant
1: beliefs. Yes. Oh, I love this conversation so much because it's just like exactly, you know, what I believe in and um, what I feel like I'm an advocate for um, because it just makes life so much more fun and enjoyable and fulfilling um, when you're really stepping into alignment for yourself and changing your mindset in that way.
0: Yes, I completely agree. I, I, was, too, I was like listening to you talking. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this topic. But um, <laughs> I feel like also like shifting that mindset Um, like you said, I feel like some people get stuck in this, like, oh, like, I, nothing is coming my way and, like, feeling that really stuck energy and being, like, there's nothing, like, happening in my life or the universe isn't bringing me anything, but it's also just takes that little mindset shift to be, like, looking at, looking from a more creative perspective of, like, looking outside the box and maybe what the ideas in your head of what the universe should be bringing to you aren't coming but maybe the universe is bringing you these little things that you're just like missing because you're so stuck in this mindset of it needs to look in this certain way. Um, and I am also definitely always a student of this too, of not letting like the vision that I have stop me from following what the universe is also bringing to me. And I think that that, that mindset is it's something that we always need to work on, but it's also something yeah. that when we open up to those solutions, they come. They just may not always look
1: like what we think. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think having just, you know, those spiritual practices and time for mindfulness is so important because it really connects you back to, you know, divine guidance and spirit where you you can feel connected. And um, I think that is another way, you know, obviously doing limiting beliefs work and working with a coach, but also, yeah, how connected are you just to what, what is meant for you? Like your bigger life purpose, which you don't have to know or be able to put a label on or put in a box, but day in and day out, how are you living intentionally? Um, and you know, I believe that the universe wants us to feel good. So you, you should feel good in your life, you know, and if you don't, then that's, um, you know, where you need to heal or where you need to grow or where you can transform. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I love that. So for all of our listeners listening who are kind of really resonating with this right now, they're feeling like, oh my gosh, I have these stuck places. I have these places that I'm not feeling good right now. What advice would you have for them for kind of getting out of that stuckness, that stickiness of where they are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a a gratitude practice is a really good, I think, um, simple way to start. Um, you know, I, I, I believe, um, Tony Robbins says what you focus on expands. And I really believe that like what you're subscribing to and what you're aligning with will expand and grow. So if you're consistently thinking about where you're stuck or what you're lacking, you're going to continue to see lack in your life. And you also will continue to attract more of that in, but mostly what I believe is that like, you'll see it more. So you'll be more focused on it. Um, now, if you can shift and get into a state of gratitude, whether it's through a meditation um, or just simply writing down what you're grateful for, like five to 10 things every day for a week, that can really start to shift the mind. Um, there's a lot of research out there. Like Your, your brain literally shifts through meditation, yoga, breath work, uh, journaling practices. So, so this stuff works. Um, and then also, I think, um, for me, something that helps, um, well, I'll add yoga. So yoga can help because there's a lot going on beyond the physical um, transformation of yoga. So there's a lot of mind body connection that is happening for you there. And you can look for a specific yoga um, practices, like even on YouTube or working with somebody one-on-one that can really help you to move past those energetic blocks if you can access those in your body. Um, and then lastly, uh, definitely a, a meditation um, practice. So, you know, lately, I've been feeling pretty stuck actually in a certain area of my life, and so I've just been, like you said, breaking down the barriers of meditation. I've just been sitting on my couch, like I have my iPhone next to me, you know, my dog's there, it's like semi distracting. But I'm closing my eyes, I'm just taking a couple rounds of breath, and then just offering the question up to you know, I call it divine guidance. Just like I'm feeling really stuck in this area, and I'm not sure how to move forward, I don't have the solution. What do I need? And something. Always comes, always, always. So I think those three practices are ways that you can start to get unstuck, and then also start to get inner guidance and truth, so that you can know where to head next. Because I do believe, as a coach, I am someone that likes to help people take action. Um, So it's important to sit with your stuff, um, but then also you've got to move forward. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I've actually started incorporating gratitude practice into my morning practice every day, and I've been doing it for about three to four weeks already and it's been so powerful like Mm. the beautiful alignments and shifts that have been happening not only in my personal life but also in my business have been so like completely lost track of which word I was going to use so dot 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 it's been so (laughs) powerful (laughs) just incorporating that practice and seeing how it's affected my life and it's like something that I've definitely been incorporating a lot of things but I know that waking up each morning and being like I am so grateful for all of this it kind of gets me ready for the day to be like, I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this work. Like, I'm so grateful that I'm able to work with these amazing clients. I'm so grateful I'm able to connect with such amazing people on my podcast. So grateful for my family and just for being able to have food and have, like, a safe place to live. And, and I've noticed so many more things coming into my life that are aligned with that, that are, like, aligned with that bigger vision of how I want to feel. And it's really happened as I start to shift my mindset into one of gratitude. So I love that you mentioned that. And Mm -hmm. it's, it is, it's so powerful like a beautiful path
1: of practice. Yeah, it really is. And I love that you're doing it consistently. Because um, that, that's something I think is really important too, is um, these practices for sure can be, you know, when you're like, in life, and it's hard, and you're like, I'm feeling really, really stuck. And I need something like, yes, go to yoga, meditate, uh, you know, pray or ask for spiritual guidance. But also, you know, these practices on a consistent basis do create resiliency. So then when those things come up, they're not as detrimental they're not completely throwing you off course you know life happens and life can be really challenging so i think um what i you know really believe in and and really help my clients with like it's a given is to get these spiritual practices yoga meditation embodiment uh spiritual guidance so that when life gets hard it's not like panic mode right you're more like okay this is hard i'm gonna feel into it i i have my practices, I can reach out for support. You kind of have these tools already ingrained in you.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like that was, that's so timely too with everything that's happening with like COVID-19. I feel like my spiritual practices, like my daily practices have really been like huge support in getting me through everything and like the tough times. So I love that you mentioned that. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually, I also wanted to dive into, so you you were mentioning to like taking action, like how important it is to take action. And I'd love to dive into that. Um, yeah. so like your philosophy on that of like when to take action, how to take action, like what, how you usually coach on that topic and what your philosophy okay. is around it.
1: Yeah, definitely. So as a coach, as I mentioned earlier, I, I really um, believe that, you know, I work with women specifically, but that, you know, we all, but as women, especially we, um, we have the answers inside of us. So my practice is really to um, it's two parts. So it, it kind of depends on what the person needs and how the session is going. But sometimes I listen for what they're saying, but they don't actually know that they're saying, and then I'll, I'll help them. I'll assist and guide them in that, you know, I hear that you're saying this and they'll be like, Oh wow. You know, wow. I didn't realize that that's what I was saying kinda of like the question behind the question or like the answer behind the answer. Um, so I really can, I think that's just a gift of mine, like kind of pull that out from somebody, um, and then help them to take action on that. But then the second part is really helping my clients to access in their body, what they're feeling. And then also just mindfulness practice of like closing your eyes. And what do you need, you know, getting in touch with their intuition, as you mentioned earlier, and what's coming up for you? Like, what do you feel like is the best next step? And I mean, 10 times out of 10, they know, you know, guys, we know, you know, you have it inside of you. It's just a matter of really listening in and then trusting yourself and taking action. So I think also to answer that question, sometimes we are so limited or we have too much doubt or too much resistance around the action that we're meant to take. So something that does help is um, the 10% rule. So if somebody is feeling really stuck and they're like, this this feels big, this feels scary, I'm not really ready to actually take action in it, I help them break it down to like, well, what's 10% of this action? So what's like a 10% step? So I, I always give the example of like when I go to clean my kitchen, I'm like standing in my kitchen, I'm like uh, (laughs) I don't want to clean my kitchen. And then it's like, all of a sudden I like open the dishwasher and I like put three dishes away and that would be like 10% of cleaning the kitchen. And then within like 20 minutes, the whole kitchen's clean. Right. Have you ever had that experience where you like, you do just a little bit. And then an hour later, you're like, what? My whole house is clean. How did that happen? Um, so that that's really the 10% rule. So I think if you're feeling really stuck and you know, you need to take action, just break it down, make it super, super, super small and tangible for yourself.
0: Oh my gosh! I totally resonate that with that. That actually like happened recently in my life too, and I can't remember if I mentioned this on a different episode or not. But like, my partner and I were really needed to like get the cardboard boxes out of our house. We like we have this tiny three-room apartment and somehow had like 20 cardboard boxes piled in it. I don't even know where they were. Like now that they're gone, they filled up this whole car, and I was like, our apartment looks exactly the same. Like where were these like cardboard boxes hiding? And And we, so we were like, take, we did that like 10%. So we like got rid of the cardboard boxes. And then that led to like completely reorganizing the closet and completely like reboxing all of these like storage stuff that was not stored very well and got rid of even more boxes. And like, it just like led one thing to the other, to the other. And by the end of the day, it was like, we did the spring cleaning that needed to happen like three months ago. but we finally like got our like stuff together to be able to do it. And it just came from like wanting to do that one little thing of like, Let's take things to the recycling. And it's powerful. Like that
1: practice works. It really does. And, you know, the psychology behind that is, you know, when you do things that feel good, you want to do more things that feel good. Like, you know, we're very primal human beings. You know, we, we want to feel good. We want to be satiated. You know, we, we want to give ourselves what we need and deserve. So when you do a small step, that's like, oh yeah, that felt good. You're like, yeah, I want to do more of that. You know, like after you go for a run or you do some sort of like invigorating invigorating workout, you're, you're more likely to eat healthy that night. Cause you're like, Oh, I feel good. I want to keep this going. So yeah, if you're feeling stuck, just do one small thing that feels good. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so powerful. And that's such like, an easy step to do. It's like, yeah.
1: it's so doable. It. <laughs> yeah. It's so doable. And it, it's a really loving thing to do too for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like cleaning out the boxes was so loving to do for yourself to free your your space up I bet that really helped you just be more creative too and just more in tune with like who you are and what you needed because the clutter was gone
0: yeah it actually it was really amazing uh clearing space like in my physical space like I've been clearing a lot of space like in my emotional and my mental body and like then I started clearing in my physical space and it was like it was again it was like everything started aligning it was so amazing once I opened up that space um and it did it like it opens space for me to have like an office space and it opens space for all this other stuff with all the lines. I could get my like schedule organized. It was it was really cool to watch what it was So to cool.
1: So yeah. cool. I love that example. Thank you for sharing that. Oh
0: yeah. Thank you for sharing yours. <laughs> um, okay. So Marissa, do you have any last words that you'd like to share with everybody here? Anything that you'd like to leave them with today?
1: I think just, you know, if you're hesitant to get started in any of these um, more mindfulness meditative practices, um, I think just start slow. You know, what really helped for me was um, using an app like InScape or Headspace just to get started in meditation. Um, I think a big pathway for a lot of my clients to really transform is the meditation practices. Um, so yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just do a short one. It could be even just five minutes, but I, I really believe in the power of meditation Um, and that it can really transform your life and be a vehicle to help you to get to where you want to be so I'd say just try it and you know if you need guidance or advice reach out to somebody in your community or somebody like myself or Lilia that can just guide you in the right direction if you're ready for it
0: yes oh my gosh I totally agree meditation has been such a life changer in my life so everything you said yes, yes 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 yeah um, also if you guys are with anybody listening and you guys have tried meditation and you're kind of like oh i don't know how to really start a meditation practice from here i actually have your sustainable practice and intro meditation course that is all it's self-paced and all about finding a sustainable practice that works for you like finding those styles of meditation that actually work in a way that feels balanced in your lifestyle so if you're listening and you're like oh yeah i've done some here and there and i need a little bit more guidance Head over my website to check that out because that is, is a great resource if you're feeling called to it. Yeah, and also, okay, so Marissa, do you have anything coming up? Any uh, things that, if any, like our listeners who I'm sure at this point are like, oh my gosh, she has a lot work with you. Um, what, <laughs> what offers do you have, and how can they connect with you on social media or what are the best platforms for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to connect with you guys. You can find me on Instagram. Um, It's at Marissa Rose Nash. Um, My website is thewellco.org. And I offer free 30-minute soul sessions. So in that session, we work through the nine areas of wellness. And I have you choose one. And we really um, dig deep into that area and where you're feeling stuck and um, how to get you unstuck. And you always leave that session with an action step as well. So that's a great way to just try these techniques techniques, to feel it, to experience what it's like to work with me as a coach. Um, And it's free. So you can email me at marissa at thewellco.org or head to my website or send me a a message on Instagram. And I also have The Well, which is a monthly membership um, for women who are interested in joining other women in their wellness practices. So we hang out over on Voxer, which is an app where we all get to connect and communicate with each other. I lead a weekly Monday night yoga class, a Tuesday morning mindfulness practice and then I also bring in a wellness guest expert once per month so all that is on my website as well and feel free to email or DM me with any questions
0: that sounds so amazing I was listening to to you talking about the membership and I saw you talking about it on your Instagram too and it, it just sounds so beautiful and like such a beautiful community to be a part of
1: yeah it's it's pretty amazing and the women that are in it are just phenomenal so
0: Definitely join
1: if you're thinking about it. I
0: love that. And you just started a new podcast too. How's that been going? I did. Yes,
1: come hang out with me on my podcast. It's the Stay Well Podcast. It's on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen. Um, And it launches every Tuesday morning. So every Tuesday morning, I bring in wellness guest experts. Um, Coming up, I've got um, an embodiment expert, a breathwork expert, um, my Ayurvedic coach. Um, I talk about how to start a meditation practice. Um, Yeah, really, really amazing women that I'm bringing on just to support you in your wellness journey and maybe open you up to some new practices that you haven't tried yet.
0: Yes, I love that. And I love that you mentioned that you have that like meditation to start meditation practice. So like you're saying, if anyone's listening here and they're like, okay, how do I really get started on this? Go check out that yes. uh, podcast and that episode. That sounds amazing. <laughs> thank you okay. yes thank you thank you marissa so much for being here with me today thank you so much for sharing your light and all this beautiful wisdom and sharing it with all of our listeners thank you
1: thank you lilia this is so fun
0: oh i so glad this was so fun I'm, i can't wait to for our next episode too and thank you everyone who's listening for coming on and sharing this space with us sharing this container taking in this wisdom um, I invite you to take from this episode whatever felt really good for you, whatever resonated, and to look into all the things we talked about. Um, and I hope you guys have an amazing day, and I can't wait to see you guys on here next time. Please feel free to reach out to either Marissa or I about any questions you may have, any support that you need. We are always here for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the empowering the light podcast. If you love this episode, please share it so that we can spread this light and empowerment to more people. I also want to invite you to join my free divine feminine community within this community. You'll receive exclusive content and updates via email, be invited to my free virtual moon circles every month, which are so much fun by the way. And you'll have access to our private Facebook group that is always being updated with more content and conversation. You can find the link to join on my website, LiliaGeston.com, spelled L-I-L-I-A-G-E-S-T-S-O-N.com. I -I I can't wait for you to listen to more episodes and would love to know what you want to hear next. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at lilia underscore gueston or email me at lgueston at gmail.com so that we can bring you the content that inspires your true autonomy.